Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. back ladies and gentlemen to rooster radio today we got a very special episode for you guys it's our first ever tribute band thank you for saying it correctly by the way a- absolutely first ever tribute band <laughs> on no, our we're, show. Not, we're not a cover band exactly and and luckily for us they are the number one tribute band in charlotte right now ladies and gentlemen we got enraged against the machine that's right yeah yeah Give it up. We got, we got, we're talking to Timmy and Karsten. That's right. I would actually say that we're the best ever live band, period. That's what I would say. But then, Fact. but then again, Tenacious D. Better what, than that. You know? It's not even a question. Yeah, you're right. You're right, man. You guys are the best. You guys are the best that, that's ever done it. I mean, you guys have the sound, it like, down to a T. Yeah. You know? Uh, like... How long have you guys been doing this? Uh, we started in 2017. If, if I'm not mistaken. I, I came in in the beginning of 2019. So yeah. it was like, I came in, there was already, they already had a singer. Carson really started the band. He really kind of like, that's awesome. got it up. and It's actually a cool story. You should tell that, because that's interesting. Tell um, Well, back then, it was interesting. Um, Live Nation. Uh, they did like this this forum at the underground, so f- for local bands, and they just wanted to introduce uh, what they want to bring to Charlotte and what they want to do in Charlotte and how they want to uh, bring local bands in their lineup as well. And and so they had this forum there. I went there, listened to it, and you know they just threw some ideas out there what they want to do and they want to bring local bands in and stuff like that. And they also said. You know, we're also very interested in like collaborations. So, like, yeah. maybe you get a whole bunch of musicians together and do, you know, a certain album of a band that you really like, or do, you know, tribute to to a band that you really like. And then I was like, oh man, I always wanted to do Rage Against the Machine. You know, I've been playing this. I've been playing this on my bass. You know, anyways, I, I didn't even need to learn the song. I, I already knew them all. So <laughs> that, that, that yeah. I mean, a perfect fit, right? Perfect. Yeah. I mean, so and then I just asked a couple buddies, and uh, you know, we started the band, and then I reached out to Life Nation. You know, Brandon Hinson, and he was all for it, and. Uh, yeah, and actually our first show was really a collaboration of uh, a lot of Charlotte local bands. I think uh, we had, uh, you know, we had drums, uh, guitar, and bass, and then I think we had four or five singers for the first show that, that just, you know, each one of them wrote, I, like, I, did a I couple of songs. I remember this vividly. I was at you? that show. Yeah. Oh, you were at that yeah, show? Yeah, oh, nice. Because yeah, <laughs> you, you did, you had, I, I think it was four or five singers that, yeah, guy come out and do one or two songs, and 
Then another guy will come out and do a couple of songs. Yeah. And, oh, you know, I, I want to back up just a little bit. You said Live Nation held a forum at the Fillmore. Yeah. So you were already in a band, right? Uh, was I in a band back? Yeah, yeah, I was in. A, yeah, I was in Avenue Drive back then. Yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah. Avenue Drive, and, and then you found out about this forum, and you were like, "All right, screw it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see what this is about." Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then, and then from that, you were inspired to to start the racing. Now, when you Absolutely. reached out to your buddies to start a rage tribute, yeah, how was that received? Yeah, they were like, "Well, f it." <laughs> Keeping it PC here, sorry. Right. <laughs> what is epic? Yeah. yeah. Well, fit in a new word. Hey, sir. E F F. Yeah. No, I, you know, they, they were all like very, yeah, hell yeah, let, let's do this, you know. Can't be that hard, no. <laughs> you guys kind of had nothing to lose. It was a one-off. It was meant to be like a one-off. Yeah, that that was like just like a, an idea. Hey, yeah, we'll just do one show and and like you know have some fun with it, you know, and get everybody together, you know. So that was actually cool to collaborate with all these, uh, you know, people from, from like different mines. bands. Yeah, you know, that was fun. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Timmy, where do you come into play? So I came down from a shooting star. Okay. <laughs> right, right here. Butt naked. Right. <laughs> no, I. So I'm from Long Island. I'm from Levittown, New York, which is America's first suburb. That's a fact. And, Bing uh, bong. It, it was like a failed government experiment because they stuck all these like emotionally damaged World War II men coming back. <laughs> this is true. Coming back from World War II, and they're like, "Hey, let's stick all these guys." You know, they've seen like their friends die, like the worst of the worst. Let's stick them in one town and let them procreate. <laughs> and I was the third. Boom, Timmy. I was the third. Yeah. <laughs> I was the third generation Poof. of that. How'd you get on the shooting star, man? I'm still on it. Um, no, we did. I moved to Charlotte, and I played in a raging as machine tribute band on Long Island. Great, but it wasn't like the the scene on Long Island was totally different than it was here when it comes to like tribute bands like we didn't dress the part we didn't do the... <laughs> <laughs> oh dude you guys there. do we do yeah you guys do but 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 we didn't there so th there's a story here i'm gonna lead up to so anyway so i moved down here in like 2011 let's just call it that and then i was constantly looking for a tribute band here there was nobody ever doing it finally i saw that there was a tribute band playing a raging as a machine tribute i'm like fuck man i wanted to so i went to see them uh, this is like early 2018. There's actually video of it with like me in the front row, because awesome. I wanted to like check it out. And then, obviously, they had a singer, so I reached out to them and I was just like, "Listen, um, good show. Like, if you ever find you're needing a singer or something like that, reach out to me." And then, like, he was harassing. Then every you month, have no idea. You have I went no down idea. playing a team. Well, it, it was well, awkward. It was I, awkward. I, I started. In my mind, I was like, if I reach out to them every month, and I'm just kind of like, like one of the things I said was like. Uh, no joke. He hey, said, I had a dream. Well, I was like, hey, I had a dream last night that I was in the band. Yes. That <laughs> I remember that yeah, message. I, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so, like the sky. That's that New York persistence right Yeah, there. I was just like, in my mind, I was like, and, and their previous singer, Adam, like, he was good. Like, so like, there was really no, but in my mind, I'm better. And that was that. Like, that was just like the confidence thing for me. And I was Damn. just like, if there's ever a, a something that, is available. I I wanted me. I wanted to be in like their conscious, and that's what happened though. It happened, yeah. We we're like, but well. 
But I, they checked out my videos, so I, I talked about we didn't do like trippy band stuff, like where we dressed up. Right. So I wore like like army jackets and like like bandanas, bandanas. specifically. So, I got one on right, right now. But you're not in a Rage you're not funny in Rage Against the Machine tribute band. No, yeah. I'm just trying to look like a beatnik or it's something. Working. Thank like, you. It's thank a good you. look. Thank you. Yeah, um, nice shoes. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Dude, of course. Dude. So, but we, I didn't know this until after I joined the band, but like, so they reached out to me and they were like, hey, um, whatever, it was parting ways with their old singer, uh, would you be interested in trying out, try it out? Um, and then I, I made the band. Yeah. But, also, but then when I came in, they were telling me that like, yeah, that bandana thing was like, <laughs> that was almost a no. The videos I sent them, like, it was almost a no go for us, man. Yeah, that was like. So you're watching these videos and you're like, he sounds good, but, but it's what does he wear? So the funniest part is when Carson had called me to tell me that I got the gig, and like in his own way, I totally understood what he was trying to say. He was like, so uh, we um, we like you. We dress up like the band. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I know what he's saying. Like, he's, but the bandanas aren't going to fly. Damn it, man. So, this makes me want to take off my bandana. No, dude. The more you guys are saying it. I'm still trying to wear the bandana. So don't don't take it off. He's still, he's still, still trying to bring still it back. Yeah. The bandana. So, and then, yeah, and then that was early 2019, and here we are. Awesome, dude. Now, were you in a band at all leading yeah. up to that? So you, you well, were singing? Well, the other one in New York, right? Yeah, I played in many bands in New York. I'm a drummer, originally, okay. like, wow. or traditionally, if you will, but I played in a lot of punk bands, and, like, I grew up in, like, the Long Island music scene in, like, early, early 2000s. Um, everybody just wanted to be Chino from the Deftones. <laughs> and New metal, screamo. Yeah, but it was more, e it more, like, turned into, like, the emo scene than yeah, anything like else. Like, with Jimmy World? Yeah, like that, or, like, um, like Brand New, or Take Me Back Sunday. Oh, or, okay, yeah. Like, all those bands, they're from, Brand New was from Levittown, like, a couple of them, like, it was just, like, a scene, so I was in a bunch of different bands. I played in this band called All Grown Up, and we did, we did really well, like, we did a few tours, and you know, local success. But then when I moved here, I didn't really, like, get into anything, any, any bands or anything like that. Not, like, right away. Right? Not right away, and then... <clears throat> it took Instagram persistency and messaging uh, the headband videos to <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, prior to that, they didn't exist, so it was just kind of like me being like, I was on my Craigslist, being like, front man mm -hmm. with head... With bandana looking for, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looking for a Rage Against tribute. So many bands were started in like that span between like 2000 to 2015. Yeah. So yeah. many bands got started off Craigslist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that was the only way. That was the only outlet. Yeah. So, but somebody had from um, Todd Donnelly who uh, plays in a Stone, uh, Stone Temple Pilots tribute band here. He was the one who like responded to my yeah. ad. Like, hey, I, do you want to jam with me? I know some Rage Against the Machine songs. That's kind of what would happen. People like, I know Rage Against the Machine songs. I'm like, yeah, you might know them, but I'm not looking to just yeah. Like, do you, do you, you feel them? Yeah. Do, yeah. Like, can you can I want to I want to recreate that live? And then he he was like, well, there's already a Rage Against the Machine tribute band in Charlotte, and that's when I was like, fuck. And then I started <laughs> looking them up. But then I saw the video that you guys had of like. There was like four different singers. I was like, I'm so fucking confused right now. Like, I guess they're, but they're not a tribute band because I guess it was just like a a collective because that's how it was the YouTube video kind of went. So, yeah. 
I'll admit, I mean, I, I was around when, when that started. Because yeah, they, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you guys were the first of the tribute bands that to is, start up in Charlotte. We, we started the trend in Charlotte, yeah, 100%. And, and that from, was us. And from, and from that, it, it, it gave birth or it opened the doors for other local mm -hmm. bands to, to do this tribute thing. And then that ended up rolling into the Grunge Fest. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I want you to talk a little bit about how the Grunge Fest thing got started, because and and I will say this: one of the I'm not going to call them out, but but um, one of the members of one of the tribute bands, um, they they had the best comeback ever on a on a um, on a Facebook post. It was one of the Grunge Fest shows, and somebody went on there, you know, talking shit like people do on social media about, you know, why won't people come to shows for local bands? Mm -hmm. And the guy was like, we did for <laughs> 10 years, and exactly. no one came until we started doing tribute shows. Exactly. And, and it did. It gave a lot of local musicians an opportunity to play in front of more and more people. Yeah. And, and hopefully, my hope is, and I don't know if this is shaking out or not, but hopefully some of these guys' bands have been able to get more traction as a result from that exposure. But talk a little bit about how Grunge Fest got started and, and what your involvement is with that. Yeah, and, and, and but first, going back to this, what you, what you just said is, um, you know, for these people, you know, now starting these tribute bands, getting the opportunity to play bigger, crazier venues, you know. Mm -hmm. I never played uh, Underground or the Fillmore before in my life, <laughs> you know. You guys and, killed it when you did. <laughs> yeah, we and, did. Yeah. And, uh, but, but, but then you get the, the contacts, you know. You get in with... Uh, with Live Nation, and and then people also then promote their own, you know, local, um, uh, their own bands, their and, local and shows, also, and they get to open for exactly, bands and, and, and so a lot of connections happen that way. Actually, yeah. people that are all upset about like the whole tribute band thing, <clears throat> I think they're missing a big misconception. There's a misconception of like, and I'll speak for our band specifically. Yeah, when I say that we're the best live band out there, period. I believe that, and any band should have that same attitude. That's my thought. Like, if you're not if you're not doing that, then why are you doing it at all? Exactly. So that's no disrespect to any other band or any other tribute band, but we're better than them. Period. Well, one of the things. Listen, I'm serious. To that point, you guys are never the opener. You guys are always like the big blowout at the end. Like everybody sticks around for. I mean, I think that has a lot to do with the band, but actually, at Grunge Fest, we weren't the closer. We were not. We well, well I think we left after you guys because we're like, fuck whatever's next. <laughs> you were our closer. Yeah, you were our closer, yeah, man. Don't think that wasn't in our head when we were playing. Dude. Oh, well, dude, I mean, like, well, we're not last. All right. The energy's always like a thousand. And I think. I think we're going to wear them out. I'm serious. Man. <laughs> That's exactly what It's That's because what of the level of fucking badassery that you guys bring. Uh, I even remember that specific grunge fest. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you did this thing on stage, and I, it's kind of burned in here because me and my wife talk about it all the time. We're always front row, being hope. You did this thing where you got like crazy eyes, and you <laughs> kind of looked to both sides of the crowd. <laughs> it's burned into my head, man. You you threw your head back, and you're like looking. It's a thing, man. It's Demon. Fun. Yeah, you're you're, you're, you're rock and roll demon, <laughs> and you were like looking at the crowd like you're about to crowd kill everybody. Let me just say this. Thanks for remembering that. Yeah, dude. There were 
over 2,000 people there. It was sweaty. Effing adrenaline. It's like vodka. It was like, we were, I felt like I was like 50 feet tall that night. Like, it was just like the, the biggest drug high ever. So whatever happened, happened. And yeah. that kind of, that's kind of what I wanted to say before we get into like talking about the brunch fest thing. Like, people that are upset, and this happens all the time, like, oh, why you guys, like, I guess you guys don't have anything else to do. They're just upset because no one's going to see their original music. And, and I get that, but, like, I love, we love engaging with people like that because really what it comes down to is when we play, we know we're not the band. I don't look like Zach De La Roca. Like, you know what I mean? But that's not what it's about. All we're doing simply is going out, playing Rage Against the Machine song in the same spirit that they would play live. You said it, when, it. I, when I read through your bio, one of the things that stood out to me, because you say it twice in the bio, and it's important, I'm glad that you say it twice. We want to say it four times. Part, but. But, you, but your goal, your mission, is to recreate that energy That's right. from the Rage Against the Machine show. And, so, and you even mentioned your bio about how every, no one forgets their first time seeing Rage Live. Oh. You know, I, I, it was 1996, it was Wu-Tang Clan, the first time I saw Rage <laughs> Amazing show, so right? And I'll never forget it. You know, I saw them again at Woodstock in 99. You were there for Yeah, that? I was there for I've that. seen them th four times, but I wasn't there. Yeah, We're going and, in and, and, and it's 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 yeah, unlike yeah. anything else. Like like we've all seen great bands live. Like we can go on for days and days about how these awesome performances. <laughs> but there's nothing like a Rage Against the Machine show. Well, Rage doesn't even play nowadays, right? Well, they're playing. They were in going August. to. They were going to. They're coming they're still out. Going to. Now they're coming back. Yeah. We'll see. But but they're also older now. You know, I don't know if they're going to bring the same energy. You know, these guys. We'll see, but you guys. That's my point. You bring yeah. that energy, and it's amazing. It is. I mean, this might be a little over the top but because I don't know what they sound like now Zach specifically but we might be better than them oh, oh yeah. I'm just wow. Uh, I'm you heard it here first. You yeah. heard it here first. Oh, Nobody knows. Know. Where's the typewriter and the, yeah. the, the, the news music? I'm just saying. Yeah. That's, <laughs> my, that's my belief. <laughs> okay. It was nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that's a wrap, man. That's a wrap. That's good. You said it all. I was saying this before to somebody because I said that and they were like, oh, that's intense. I'm like, Come on, obviously, like, Rage Against Machine is a fucking Rage Against Machine. <laughs> but my point was, we've never, if we got to play in front of that kind of crowd, that many people. Are you talking like festival? Like, I'm talking, yeah, 15, like, I'm thousand, talking like, like, yeah, like, when I say best live band, I genuinely believe that. I would say we genuinely believe that, but like, obviously, if someone's like, yeah, but U2's great live, I'm like, all right, great, put us put Blah. us on that stage with all the lights Blah. and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, won't just, you won't see the demonized, you'll see the demonized riding a dragon on a shooting star yeah. right into a pit of fire. Exactly. So, like, you just don't know. So, But Grunge Fest was, they did that in 2018, too. We, I only played the one year in 2019, and right. then COVID happened, you know, that was that. Right. Well, talk about that. Um, you know, I mean, we're two years in now, but... Yeah, I know COVID slowed everything down. How have you handled like the reemergence? Yeah, like like how how are things going now? Now that things are opening back up. It's, I want to say it's pretty much almost back to normal. Or the yeah. new normal. Like like we're, we're we're, I mean, we already you know nine shows booked uh, this year. So so I mean it's it's pretty yeah. it's it's. And you're getting legs too now. You're getting to get out of Charlotte now. We've, been We've always too. been, but we're getting better. We're, we're, I think there's just a little bit more like, <clears throat> we know what we're doing, and I think we're confident in that, and I think that comes across in 
you know, when we're booking and where we're booking. We want to play. We want to play bigger venues. You know, yeah, that, yeah. that's our goal. During COVID, though, we worked our asses off. We did the whole self um the whole Evil Empire record. We just started learning yeah. other songs. Yeah. And we started just drilling that. Like we practiced a lot during that time. Yeah. yeah. The very first performance was just the first album. Yeah. Oh, you did that. Oh shit. Yeah. Um. I yes. think at the very yeah. end of the show, I think you played Bulls on Parade, was it? It was like your closer? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but, I, I but can't quite remember. It didn't... Because it's, it's the one that you had all the different singers on, and yeah. you guys basically played the whole first album. Yeah, we... No, you're right. We actually played... We only played the, the, yeah. the, the first album, and we played it in the actual, which in was kind of, in, in that order, which yeah. was kind of weird, like because Killing board. in the Name was the third song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> which you can't really, damn, you can't. It's funny, the last show we played in Charlotte at Amos, it was like, we that's our closer. Like, you know, you kind of kind of throw it all out there, and then everyone was, you know, screaming for an encore, and we were like, fuck, man, like, that was the one. Yeah, so we came out and we did People of the Sun, which worked. Well, we've never, that was the only time we've ever done an encore. We've never that was the first, that. yeah. That was the first. Yeah. What's your yeah. favorite one to play? I'm sure you have different answers. What's your right, favorite true. You want to do it on three? One. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I need to think about it. Don't think about it. Man. Don't think about it. <laughs> but when I can, it's going to be one, two, three. Then we talk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll give wait, you five wait, seconds. No good. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I need to think about that name again. Um, Don't say it out loud. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, oh Jesus! He's no, I can't the, think of the name. He's playing the <laughs> This is, you know, me and it's like the Vietnam song flashbacks. You don't know the name of it? What album is it on? Give me some lyrics first. It's second. actually. Uh, oh really? Yeah, the last one. Okay. The cover album. All right, I know. We play it now. Yeah. Okay, so then you know what it is now. We can go three, two, one. No, I can't I remember the, the, the stupid name. But you know which song I'm talking about. Is it the name of the album? So if we were going to do this again, it would be one, two, three, go. I'd say Vietnam, he'd say housing. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Vietnam is... Vietnam, that's, that's got to be hard to sing, dude. Turn on, turn on. Yeah, turn on the radio. Turn it on. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of words in that one. And it's syncopated so it's as fuck. It's like... We, um, we recently um, got a... Uh, we have a new guitar player now since the last time we played. Um, oh, dude, what... Oh, yeah, life happens sometimes, yeah. you know. Like we, yeah, last yeah, guy yeah. really looked like Tom. He looked, really. yeah, and uh, and he was a great player, but it's he's crazy. he's pursuing his polka um, music polka? career. <laughs> so he's he's going out on the road to play polka music. So polka king the of polka Wisconsin. King. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Exactly. I get it. The movie. Now, he, with, we, with Jack Black. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, we're talking. I'm talking about Home Alone. What are you talking yeah, about? I'm talking about Home Alone. Okay, oh, yeah. okay, well, yeah. okay. John Candy. Anyway, showing our age here. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I'm 21. <laughs> so, no, but he, uh, he, you know, we, we parted ways, you know, amicably, and, you know, we wish him well, but we yeah. got a new guitar player, and he's the dude. He's the man. His name's Chad. Now we have two Chads. Oh, I thought he was a literal dude from Big Lebowski. I wish. That's a good story about that. Yeah. Um, so, like, we've just been, like, gr just grinding. So we've learned... We're trying to learn more and more songs. I mean, they don't have that much. They have four four albums. Albums. Yeah, one's, one's a cover, cover album. album. Yeah. And then they got a couple of B sides, but that's it. Yeah. So how many albums out of the four do you know? We know two completely. Two completely. Just two to go. 
The Battle of Los Angeles, we there's just some songs on it. I'm just like, eh, we're just bored. There's yeah. there's like three or four songs in there that you can play live and oh, get absolutely. a listen yeah. reaction. Yeah. Here's the thing: we've played some B-side stuff, and like it's just crickets, you know. Yeah. It's just it's just it's like sucking the energy out of the room. Yeah. So it's uh, like it's not mm-hmm. worth doing. But I mean, we could learn them, you know. But we we know two out. We know the first two records. Save that for that. the acoustic. Uh, yeah, we're doing an acoustic. <laughs> yeah. Acoustic, yeah. Rage. acoustic rage. Uh, we got the rage guitar unplugged. Yeah. We'll call it melancholy and get some cheap. Yeah, there's an acoustic bass right here. Do you guys want to get some uh, unplugged uh, here in a bit? Yeah, we joke, but yeah. we actually came up with a, an acoustic version to bomb track as a joke. <laughs> it was like swinging like. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, dude, awesome. I gotta hear that. Yeah. Uh, so, so rewind a little bit because a minute ago you said you have a good story about the Big Lebowski, and that's my favorite uh, movie. And I'd be, I'd be remiss. So by my it. uncle John, who uh, <clears throat> passed away sadly almost ten years ago, was a screenplay writer. He wrote like another Forty Eight Hours. He wrote um, uh, a bunch of movies, Tombstone. So oh my God, that's my that's that's a top yeah. three for me. Yep. Like, yeah. No shit, that's His a top name's three. John for me. Fasano. Anyway, he mentored the Cohen brothers. Okay. Who wrote a to Big Lebowski mm-hmm. and Walter's and the Country for Old Men. Yeah, and right. the right. old brother where Arthur. Walter now. Walter's character is based on Uncle John. No shit. Really? Shit, I swear to God. Oh wow. In a in a very. I mean, extreme way on his on like John. You know, um, Goodman did like a yeah. crazy job, but. If you, uh, but did he have a short fuse? He just, in the early 90s, apparently, I, I mean, this is all hearsay, he would show up to work in army fatigues, and he had, his money was, all the, all his money was in gold. He was just an eccentric <laughs> dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, that's, that's and, uh, but if you look on his IMDb, some of his pictures, like, it's in the early 90s, it's him in army fatigue. That's, and he would bring his guns to like screenwriting and just like <laughs> he was just wild. So the Coen brothers, I think they're just yes. like we're like this guy's out of his mind. We love it. And they just <laughs> worked man. it into that. So you're out of your awesome. you're, you're out of your element. You're, yeah, you're out of your element, Donnie. Over the line. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is so good, dude. This is my favorite movie. You know they wrote a follow up to that about no. the Jesus. Yeah, it's it what it's not, no, not it's, a, it's a very indie artsy film and and you know Totoro does a wonderful job mm-hmm. playing the character. You oh, sure. Jesus. It's not what I expected it to be. You know, it's Pretty not good. really a comedy. Like I said, it's just really very much an indie movie. I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's pretty good. You know, it's worth a watch. On, on that note, what are your guys' favorite movies? I'm so, I'm saying Big Lebowski for mine. Dude, but favorite movie? Oh my god, that's so hard. Um, give me something in the top. Now, while you think about it, stand I mean, by me. Stand, oh, nice. Yeah. Found it, brother. It's good movie. That's, that's my. Movie. That's that my, is uh, like that has so much memories for me. It's a wholesome. Movie. That's my it's screen. Wholesome. That's my screensaver too. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Oh, wow. It's only two of them, but. I mean, but yeah, that's. But, but I mean, specifically that's a, the German version of Stand By Me. Right. That's my favorite too. I gotta watch that. <laughs> I gotta watch that one, man. Even though I, I don't understand or speak German. Were you raised in Germany? Yeah. You were, how, I came how? came over here uh, in two thousand nine. Oh. Okay. What, what what part? Like Frankfurt. Frankfurt area is where I grew up. Right grew up. Very cool. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Did yeah. you come here for a specific reason, or yeah, for work? Yeah, they, okay. they sent me here on a, a nine-month uh, short-term delegation. They didn't have over there. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so pushed it all back. Yeah. There's no, there's not a market for Rage Against the Machine tribute bands in Germany. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
<laughs> David Hasselhoff is, is the man there. Jesus you know, like, Christ. I, really? I used to love Sick Norm MacDonald's. <laughs> Norm MacDonald on Saturday Night Live, he used to always make this joke about that's proves my theory of why Germans love David Hasselhoff. And he would do it like almost every week. He'd make that joke he's, about he's, David Hasselhoff. I mean, I loved him in Night Rider. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You only stole his music. Imagine a David Hasselhoff tribute band. That would be so many wet panties in the audience in Germany. That's awesome, man. Horny, dirty German women. Yeah. It's his last name. But old German. It's probably just sexy to say in German. You know, Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. Can they do it for you? That's, that's uh, way I'm better than my North Carolina. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> David Hasselhoff? David Hasselhoff? On the Night Rider? Turn that Night Rider on. Speaking of culture shock, you moved down, you moved to Charlotte from Long Island. What was that like for you? Yeah, how was being introduced to Livermush and Biscuits and Gravy? Well, for people who don't know, like, you know, I've got a lot of family in Connecticut and, and, and uh, New Haven, Hartford area. I've been up there a bunch. Michael's Italian. I'm Italian. <laughs> so yeah, my mom is a Tarquino. You know, like, like we're very Italian. And, and so I know a, a bit about the Northeast. And Long Island, it's not the same as the rest of New York. Like, yeah. it's, it's its own little... Entity out there. It's very blue collar. It's very yeah, it's, you know right wing. Pete Davidson. You know, yeah. That's what I think of. He's Staten Island. He's Staten oh, Island. Staten Island. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is yeah. the forgotten facts. Yeah. 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 The boroughs, you know, whether it be Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan. So I moved from Manhattan. I didn't really have a lot of culture shock because I was ready for it. I lived my 20s through the city and I was just ready to get out. It was just okay. like, it was just like, all right, I don't, I, I now, I'm, it doesn't make sense for me to spend $3,000 on an apartment. Well, that's probably somewhat the size, size of this room. Size yeah. of this room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, which is a nice size room, but for three grand, like you'd be like, what the hell? So it was just kind of like a, and my job, they, I do uh, a lot of like IT audiovisual stuff. So they were like, just worked out. So when I came here, I mean, it was weird. It was almost, I was like, wait, parking is like two bucks. Like sweet. <laughs> cigarettes were like $3. I was like, God, they were $15, man. I, oh, I gave myself a significant raise. So like I was living really high. So that kind and of lung cancer too. Yeah, and lung cancer. <laughs> um, no, fuck it, dude. I mean, let's go bowl. Let's go bowl. Yeah. We're on. <laughs> so it was a reprieve for you. It was. It was a nice change. It was just. Pace. It wasn't. It was a nice like. Oh, this is. I could do. I mean, obviously, I miss going to like the beach and stuff like that. There's things about there's there's the, the city in the. Exactly. The energy in the city is just like, it just became this thing where I was like, all right, I'm ready to kind of go. Like, I'm kind of done what I was doing. It was a lot. So it was a nice, and Charlotte's, I mean, now it's, it's built up more than when I moved here, but it was cool. It was, it was a nice, like, it still had everything. I mean, the 
there was no like city life technically like everything closed up too which i didn't know first <laughs> time i went out i went out like 11 30 at night because that's what you did in manhattan yeah. yeah and like within an hour and a half it was like last call and i'm like wait it what? is yeah <laughs> why would they close down now like, you gotta wanna... go across the border you gotta go south of the border for that all night stuff uh, yeah yeah yeah. South yeah. South so that, yeah that was basically it and like obviously the music scene here was it reminded me of like the early 2000s on Long Island of like how like in New York bands would like in my experience like they would like kind of fuck each other over like if you were going on before another band and they got a better spot than you you might plug, unplug their shit and go on <laughs> oh wow yeah. in, a, in a very sick head in a, in, in, in like a hazing kind of way yeah but it was like a, it wasn't like a mean spirited thing it was just kind of like uh-huh alright top that yeah it yeah. was just this super competitive like because they, sometimes they would draw, you wanted to go on at the right time or else, of course, you know, you wanted to get all the people around. But if you went on at the wrong time, you would be pissed off that you didn't have, like, the good spot and then you would just try and fuck up the other band as much as you can. You know? Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> Which was, in a weird way, it was like, yeah, it was kind of like hazing, but it was like this weird camaraderie for the most part. Yeah. That's the Yankees version of <laughs> hazy. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's not hazy. Does. But down here, yeah. like especially when we when I joined the band, like, <coughs> the first first venue I played was the Underground. I was like, damn, this is this is where you guys are playing. <laughs> oh, like sweet. No, me in a good way. Oh, like, okay. No, I yeah, were... no, I I wasn't playing gigs like that. I was like, there was a backstage area. We had our own dressing room. I was like, this is sick, you know. So it was just it was a welcome. We talked about that earlier. Like there was well, you got there all these luxuries. Yeah. Well, what do you what do you guys think about a, a music venue in Gastonia? And have you guys have had very much experience in like downtown Gastonia? Didn't we play over the summer in Gastonia? Oh man, you'd know. No, where did we play with uh, Chad's hometown? Am I thinking of a different town? Yeah, that was uh, DJs in. Oh, dude. Uh, I thought we played Gastonia. I have no. I used to come out Save here to play. Save it for us, please. I used Save to play. I used to play open mics in Gastonia all the time. I loved it. Yeah. I think Gastonia is cool. Well, uh, you know, it it needs the Charlotte music scene, Salisbury. 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 Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I mixed yeah. up the two. Yeah. Shout out to my buddy Bo in Salisbury. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It it need Gastonia needs what the Charlotte music scene has, mm-hmm. and we're bringing in that thunder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, all you need to do is have the right venue and people will play, you know? Well, that's yeah. what we're trying to do with the Rooster. You know what? You know, this, this vision that I had, I, I, you know, I was born and raised in Gastonia. I got I got out of Gastonia for a little while in my 20s. It was a rally. You know, went to Raleigh for about seven years. Uh, traveled a lot in my 20s and 30s. I got to go all up and down the East Coast. Got to go across, you know. The, you know He's the East the Coast overdose. Yeah, I, I've been all over the country, and I've got, and, and one of the things I like to do when I go somewhere I'm not from is I like to check out the local scene, you know, and, and you know, I like to I like to go check out the local musicians. I mean, this whole thing started from just this love of getting out and hearing original, you know, something different, you mm-hmm. know, seeing, appreciating art, and that's kind of where we're coming from is this, these you know, Gastonia is this up-and-coming suburb of Charlotte. It's the it's the last frontier, really. Everything else well, around Charlotte's been built up. Exactly. Even and Belmont, dude. Yeah, true. Belmont's and, like and and Gaston, Yeah, Gastonia is this last frontier, and you know everybody that 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 makes decisions in this area, they want people to come here and live here, and like you know, they want college-educated <clears throat> young adults to yeah. to to live here and spend their money here. 
Well, mm-hmm. you got to give them something to do, right? Yeah. So I saw this opportunity and pounced on it, and that's kind of how this started. It was a marriage of of this this need that wasn't being met, mm-hmm. and I, my love for the arts, and you know, I figured out a way to to turn that into what I can do for a living, and. And I and that's why he asked questions like that. What what people think about because you, know, you know there's a lot of insecurity doing something wild like this. You know there's a sure. huge huge risk that you take, you know doing something like this. And you know you've got these established venues in Charlotte. You've got Amos's. You've got Fillmore. You've got the, you know the underground, which they're the same thing, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> you know Tremont's gone and Double Door's gone. You know like, like it, yeah. it, get, it keeps getting consolidated. And it's like well hold on a minute. We still need a place for the little guy, you know, for the up-and-comers, the guys that are just getting started that need that stage time, that need to, to get out in front of people and play their music and work those nerves out and work the kinks out of their music, and you need a place like that. True. And that's kind of what we're trying to be. And then, of course, we can have these big nights where we bring in Rays to town and we pack the that's house right, out and man. I run out of beer at, you know, <laughs> 1 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's the goal, right? We can, run me out of beer, guys. We can hold, like, what, 250? It'll be around 250 to 275. Wait, so you're capacity. opening up a, a venue? Yeah, that's, oh, that's what we're doing. Yeah, oh, that's what yeah. the Rooster is. Oh, yeah. Rooster Radio started out of necessity because... I had built momentum like with this idea that I had because I bought the building and I was like, hey, I was going to every local you know, bar, everywhere there was live music in Gastonia, I was going, introducing myself to people. And I was like, I'm going to open a venue, I'm going to open a venue. And I had everything ready to go and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And so shut when that happened, COVID. it just shut everything down. The bank told me, it was like, because we got the building, but we still got to fix it up. You know, mm-hmm. Bank was like, "This is gonna have to wait." So I called my boy Cody up and was like, "What do you think about doing this podcast?" You know, people were starting to pay attention to what I was doing. And I didn't want to lose that momentum, and that's how this this podcast started. Thanks for calling me up, though. Yeah, I know. I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, this this really it's taken me two what two years to kind of really get comfortable talking yeah. on a camera and yeah, on a microphone. It was really wasn't my forte. You know, I, I prefer appreciating the art, not being the art. You know? <laughs> that's if you have tunnel vision to get this going, then you know that's yeah. a motivation. That's yeah. cool. Exactly. You know, what's you know, we wanted to start this to, as a way of like, hey, we're not open, but we're, we're still here. Yeah, we're getting you know? there. Yeah. So it's going to be a music venue. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So we definitely want to have you guys uh, one night. Yeah. Just pack the place out, play like a. Should open it with us. Well, if you want yeah. to open the rooster, we can make that deal. I, I, I would absolutely oh, love man. to have you guys here. I mean, we the plan is to have you on regardless, but if you guys want to do open the weekend, I've actually, funny thing is, I, I've been driving myself crazy figuring out what it is I want to do for my opening weekend. Yeah. We've had this conversation several yeah. times already about what we do about our do opening weekend. But if, if you guys are up for it. I enraged in polka. Yeah, yeah. Get your get your buddy to come yeah. do polka music to open the record. He's he's he did not go to do polka music. Oh no! I got the joke. Uh, but just know that, he's watching this. You know? yeah. that, that would be fantastic because because I know you guys would, would pack the house out and easily. Fun way, fun way. Because you guys are the place. fucking best. <laughs> Right? It's a fact. The Earth's, yeah, dude, I know. The Earth's premiere. So you can have like Earth's <laughs> premiere. <laughs> yeah, everyone's always talking. You know, you know where that came from? It was like everyone's always like, uh, everyone's always like, you know, what we tried to do is take the, the, the blah, blah, blah and recreate it in the most authentic way. 
come on, man. Like, yeah. just, why don't you just say what it is? Like, yeah. you know, that was like sarcasm to be like, everyone's always like, New York's best, Charlotte's best this. I'm like, fuck that. We're doing Earth. Beat that. <laughs> what else Beat is that? out there? I should have <laughs> introed the show. You remember earlier at the intro when I was like, luckily we got Charlotte's number one wagon tribute? We got the Earths. You know, you do yeah. do like a do like a poor overdub where like it's really obvious that it's a <laughs> yeah. you know, like a like a like a bad anime. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. do that. Earths. We'll we'll fix it in post. Yeah, fix that in post. We'll fix yeah. that in post. Yeah. Uh, um, well, talk talk about uh, some upcoming shows. You said you've got nine dates booked already. Tell our yeah. audience where where to come see you. Exactly. So we're playing this weekend in Leesburg at the uh, Tally Ho Theater, which is like a really cool theater. It's actually, we're venturing further than we've ever ventured up north anyway. That's like halfway to New York, so. Wow. And it's a really cool theater. I mean, like, straight up 81. It's supposed to be like snow and stuff like that, but Sweet. we're not afraid of that. Um, so we have that, and then we're playing Mad Life in February. The February 11th is Mad Life. in Georgia. That's a really cool venue. They do a lot of tribute bands there, but they've been good to us. And then we're doing... We don't have any shows until April. April, April thirtieth is Amos's. Mm-hmm. So, we come back to Charlotte. We'll be April thirtieth. Yeah, yes. we'll we're be gonna, there. We're gonna sell it out. Show, you know, show the new guitar show. player to to the yeah, hometown. Sure. That's right. That's gonna be the. Uh, is that gonna be the debut for the new uh, guitar player for Charlotte? Well, we for play, Charlotte for Charlotte. Yeah, we played. Yeah. We did like a. Our first gig with him was two weekends ago in Huntersville at like Boatyard, which was like. It was like a local, it was local to me. I, I had to drive like five minutes. It was awesome. But nice. mm-hmm. that was like our first show, but it was kind of like a pickup. You know, it was like we weren't, you know, there's things to work out when you kind of, you know, it's like yeah. a whole, there's a whole thing that goes on with people playing live music. You know, you kind of have to gel and, but he's awesome, man. He's just a, he just gets it. And he's like, he's cool too, which helps, you know what I mean? Like, he's oh, yeah. like cool in the sense, like, he's just low key. Um, he's just super skilled. He's like a, like classically trained. He's like a what is what is the music I'm trying Bluegrass. to Bluegrass. Bluegrass. He's yeah, like Bluegrass. that guy. Like yeah, but you know But shreds. But just how yeah, he's just a skilled skilled in his in his craft. Technician know? of the X. Yeah, That's exactly. Good, man. So. What other shows we got Carson and Square? Madison Square Garden. May fourteenth, Suck Bang Blow. Uh Myrtle Beach. Uh, for of their, course that's a Myrtle Beach. Of course it's a Myrtle It's for the uh, spring South rally. It's, it's always never, crazy. It's so oh, it's Bike Week? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. you yeah. guys are going to go nuts. That's going to be a we wild play that. show. We, we, we might have to go down year. for that. We might have to go down yeah. for that. We're playing inside this time. Yeah. We usually play outside. You might have to give them the demon eyes at that one, man. You I mean, we, whenever we play the outside show, we always we open up. We open up. We go on before this band called Madball. They're like the ultimate. They're not a tribute band. They're like a cover band. They are doing it at a professional level. Like they have different singers. They dress up like different eras. It's like a thing. They tour their asses off. It's yeah. like a living. Like they're. Yeah. they're well, look. Shout it. out! Shout out to all the bands that are really like keeping yeah. that music alive. That's yeah. that's the other thing that 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 we haven't mentioned about tribute bands and cover bands for that matter. You know, some of this music that we all know and love and just can't wait to hear when we go to a show is 50 fucking years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some of that stuff is so old that the people that wrote it can't play it anymore. <laughs> you know, like... And, and that's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's live music. That's what I never understood about, like, people having, like, 
<laughs> I'm sorry, did you not hear that? Why, is, is James Headfield not doing the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not just, anymore, It's dude. not the it's same, not man. Too old. It's not the same. But imagine having to do that for that long. Like, man. That is, I mean, they're an institution. They are a corporation, if anything. Man, I right. love Metallica. I love yeah, Metallica, too. Same but thing, James now, like, dude, I saw him Does it matter, though? People still go see them. Exactly. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I went to go see them when they yeah. were old and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I loved it. Well, I Lars is getting a massage while he's drumming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... One more breath. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like always in your face, like when he's talking. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta see the Metallica documentary. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Metallica. They were like the first band that I really like was like, oh, what is, what is this? You know, yeah, this my brother got me into it. And then it was Rage, then it was like Nirvana. You know, it was like yeah, that brings up a good question for you growing up in Germany, what would, what were you raised on music wise? David like, Hasselhoff. <laughs> Mostly Pope. the same music yeah, you guys grew up with, like pretty much. Did, so you had public radio that would still that would play the same stuff we were. Yeah, MTV to? and shit. Yeah. But yeah. it would be in German, right? No, mm -mm. no. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that. MTV, yes. Yeah. Oh, good. The 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 um the music. The music, not, but the the talking in between. Oh, okay. Make no mistake, some of the best rock and metal bands on the planet are European. Oh, yeah. Dude, what's that uh, guy that sings? If I can, I'm going to butcher it. I'm not even going to try it. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> That's... Well, so, you know, yeah, when I was in my twenties, you know, Bullet for My Valentine, dude, whoa, okay. there's still Kuna Coil, In Flames, like all these. Some of my favorite metal bands. It mattered. That shit yeah. mattered, man. Yeah. Those bands mattered. Yes. There, was a, there was a romantic... I mean, I mean I'm not... I'm not di it's the times, and, like, digital is digital, and people can just absorb music instantly and know who they are, go on YouTube, see what they look like, all these things. But back yeah. then, you kind of imagined it. All you had mm -hmm. was the record. True. There was something to that, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a like a mysticism. Yeah, there was, like, it. a romanticism like, yeah. to it, where it was, like, when I went to go see one of my first concerts ever... On Long Island, like some small club was Marilyn Manson, but it was before like he was like massive, massive. But the like show first was, album, yeah, yeah. yeah. smells like uh, what is it? Wait, no, smells no, like no. children. It smells like children. Yeah, and it was a show, like it was like a show, show. Like yeah. I, I, wa I was, I was like, wait, this is what they look like. I mean, I saw the record and stuff <laughs> like that, but I, they had things on. It was just like a whole experience that I'll just never forget. You know, like, yeah. and I walked away from it. Met him on his bus. Anyway, it was just like a, it was just so cool, and it was like, oh shit, like, there was a surprise to it, you know? Now you could watch someone play live 50 million times on YouTube and then go see them live, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. Which that's, is still okay. But that's, there's that's, nothing that's, beats that experience of being there, right, Cody? True like, that, man. And that's, that's just kind of how I felt the first time I saw Enraged, because I've you. never seen Rage Against the Machine, but I saw In Rage Against the Machine, and I was like, well, that is exactly like going to a Rage Against the Machine <laughs> show. And I shit you not, that was my literal thought, and that's my thought every time Thank I go you. see Enraged, because I'm probably never going to get to see Rage Against the Machine. But I basically have because I've seen you guys Thank and I'm going to continue Thank to see you. you guys. We work our asses, you know, like, and, and all the tribute bands do, you know, like, I, you know, I say that we're the best and I believe that, but I also, like, we have a lot of respect for the, there's some great tribute bands in Charlotte, there's some great everywhere, like, we've played yeah, a lot yeah, of Yeah, and ones. we can, I mean, we can even shout out, I, I got a buddy of mine, Neil Jackson, plays <clears> in, um, Bush, Bush, the yep. Bush tribute yeah. band. I only saw them once yeah. at the Grunge, at the Grunge Fest. The Grunge Fest, Fest yeah. It. 
Neil's awesome, man. Neil came and played at my wife and I's wedding. Nice. He, oh, he nice. played. We danced our first dance to him playing uh, song number three by um, uh, Stone Sour really? Acoustic. Really? Nice. Yeah, it was, amazing. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to Neil. Love you, brother. Thank you so much for that. They uh, all bust their ass. You know? Yeah, everyone's working well, their ass off. And, too. It, and it's clear that you guys do. Um, and and you know we we uh, definitely appreciate having you guys on the show and I want you guys to let our audience know where to find more enraged. Um do you guys have Friendster or MySpace? <laughs> I'm actually on Hotmail <laughs> exclusively. There's a mail order uh, we have a we have an address that you could write us to. No, we're we're on YouTube. All of our all of my our, spin magazine. We got to add the back. All of our stuff's on, and it's everything's like in Rage Against the Machine too. So on Facebook, it's facebook.com backslash backslash e n r a t m. Um, it's the same for Instagram. The handle at you could just write in Rage Against the Machine, and it'll all come up. YouTube, everything. Yeah. So you can find us there. Or you can drop down into the uh, description of this video. We'll have right links to all right of your right socials right right there. Get subscribe, in, right, by right, the way. Right, yeah. Damn it, subscribe. So do when it. do we start the podcast? Um, <laughs> right I now. Ladies and gentlemen. Do the intro again? Do the intro again. We got the best in the fucking world. <laughs> this guy came in on a fucking shooting star. Yeah. This guy came all the way from Germany. Yeah. Just to start this band. Just to start this band. You're <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, calling. <laughs> Live Nation flew him in to right, start man. this rage trivia. Exactly. There's a lot of uh, unused bandanas at my house right now. I'm <laughs> just sitting there sad looking at Give you. Give them like, oh, to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, is, there, is there anything you want to leave our audience with? And do you guys want to do a, a mic drop? I'm, I'll do it. You want to do it, Timmy? I wouldn't want to treat your microphone like that. Do it. Treat it poorly. Oh, you guys are enraged. This microphone? No. That was suspended. Just give our audience one piece of rock and roll advice, if you will, before we send them off. Don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Love it. Love it. Do what you want to do. Carson, Carson what you got that, to say? That uh, There's nothing that can come after that. <laughs> Boom. Oh, you did it. <laughs> Look at this, man. Good <laughs> shot. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was so much fun. It was. <laughs> yeah, we're a lot of fun.